Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cheers. Hi, everyone. I'm Kimmy, and welcome to 51 First Dates. You may notice by now, if you're a longtime listener, that I am solo today. Uh, don't worry, I'm not recording an entire episode solo. I would not put anyone through that. But Liza and I are taking our first little vacay, I think, ever um, in the past however many years. So we're taking a breather, and instead of a new episode today, we are re-releasing an old episode. And it's a fun one. It's the Date 13 episode, so if you have listened to this podcast before, you know that Date 13 was relevant. And if you haven't, uh, yes, once upon a time, I, Kimmy, went on some dates and talked about them on a podcast. Super chill vibes. Um, So you could go back to the beginning and listen. You could, you know, spoiler alert, listen to this one. Um, Check out some of our really cool guests. And yeah, we'll be back with Carlin and more amazing guests soon. Thank you all so much for your love, your support. And we hope you are also taking some sweet little breaks at the end of this summer um vacation baby uh okay welcome to 51 first dates i'm liza and i'm kimmy and we are doing an experiment and talking about dating and love maybe maybe (laughs) oh hello hi (laughs) i'm kimmy i'm liza And welcome to our podcast. 51 First Dates. Yep, 51 First Dates. It is not really an experiment, even though we sometimes call it that. What would we say this podcast is? It's a soul search. A soul search. Uh, um, An opening up of oneself to the world. (laughs) A blossoming. A blossoming, thank you. I feel like we sound like we have, like... A foot of armpit hair and like our quilting yeah know? and so, went to bonnaroo which is chill i yeah. just or like fucking not what's maybe the, not what's the women's only one but... yes 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 um what is the one that happened so there's long ago lilith, lilith fair. fair but then there's also the one that, oh the michigan women's music festival that's what the thing in transparent is based on when they go oh okay. yeah yeah and it's like the ultimate Crunch fest. I want to go, obviously. They stopped, they stopped running it a couple years ago, so I can't go. Yeah, I, I felt like I watched that episode and I was like, there's no way I would survive that. But maybe I would. Because I'm opening myself to new things, friends. Because of your blossoming. Because of blossoming. disgusting. Also, cheers. Cheers. Oh, we didn't cheers. We didn't cheers. cheers. It's because it's coffee. I know. It's And mine's still too hot to really drink. Okay. Well, that was a fail. 2018. The end of the cheers. Uh... Everyone, welcome to the new year and thanks for listening. Yeah. Happy New Year still. Yeah. Happy New Year. I mean, how long do we say that? It's my favorite greeting. I love saying Happy New Year all the time to people. I've been saying it to everyone. Yeah. It's very friendly. It's running out of, I'm running out of time though. How long do you say it? It's better than saying just like, how are you? Or hey, how was your weekend? And I love that everyone's just saying it to everybody. Yeah. I think we're running out of time. I, I I lost my like, it's a new year high already. Yeah. So. I think I lost mine last night, which was my first time getting drunk in the new year. Uh, and that was a, like, I had been doing, I had been really, like, 
you know, not that I had resolutions, but I just had a really great like first four days of the new year. Like I was just like journaling and like thinking about my life. And then last night I just like got fucked up and I was like, all right, it's just me. I feel like my downhill was like the past two nights Mm. and Wednesday I got a little drunk and yeah, no, same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because man, I mean, the holidays are a thing and they're over and now we're here and we're doing this podcast. Let's just run it down for you in case you're new. Thanks for listening. I always like to run it down. No, definitely. So that we're not just mumbling to the world. Um, What, well, yeah, we are friends. We've been friends for a long time and we're business partners and, uh, oh yeah, this podcast is I go on 51 dates. And I'm on number 13. I just did number 13. We're going to talk about date number 13. Was it unlucky? We'll see. Uh, oh, interesting. What no. if you, like, marry him? Oh. Well, it, that will be funny for other reasons. I will, I will divulge. <laughs> I just can't wait. Um, <laughs> so this date uh, – oh, no names. We're nice about the dates. But it's just about – it's very narcissistic. It's all about me putting myself out there. No, but Liza's in a loving relationship. We're trying to talk about dating. I don't know. What is it? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. We're just doing – we're doing, like – we're trying to push Kimmy outside of her comfort zones in the interest of making the world a better place. <laughs> I don't, I don't maybe, know. Maybe. Kumbaya. Yeah. I'm really in the kumbaya spirit right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel that. Um, let's get – And then today we're going to – our theme today is going to be – Lying. Lying. Dun, dun, dun. Bomb, bomb. It could be a double entendre, <laughs> but it's not. I like that commitment to the accent. <laughs> I know, right? It was excellent. Um, um, and yeah, we're going to talk about lying. We're going to talk about date number 13. We're going to talk about some miscellaneous stuff. And this is a, a maybe, a strong maybe, but my roommate Sarah, who's been on the pod, her uh, little sister is snowed in New York because it's right about that time where we had this crazy, what is it? A bomb clo- cyclone? Cyclone. Like, Polar what the, Just oh, call it a nor'easter. What is, what is this a bomb cyclone? It's dumb. It's alarmist and it's inappropriate. Like, what happened to hurricane? Or, no. What did they call it? Snowpocalypse. Yeah. Right? It's so stupid. It was like five fucking inches of snow. Yeah. Like, it was. I mean, fine. it was. There it was. You know, you should have stayed home from work. Yeah. In like, the it face. Was but unpleasant. Like, it was definitely worth everyone staying home. But. Sort of. But because we're very comfortable. Like, I feel like yeah. you could have gotten to work in New York. Totally. I went to the city. Oh, for yeah. sure. I mean, I had a bunch of friends who went to work yesterday because it was like the subways are fine. I mean, if we lived not in New York and we had to drive our cars to work, it would have been very dangerous. Mm -hmm. But like the subways were completely fine. Interesting sound. Yeah. It's maybe my neighbor's taking a shower. Um, Or there's a mouse in the wall. Who knows? I'll find out later. Um, Great, great, great. But I agree. And the subways were like refreshingly empty. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I mean, I took the subway last night at like, 7 p.m., mm-hmm. one stop, and it was, like, empty, and it was, empty. like, yeah. so nice. That would be rush hour. Yeah, it was great. It's awesome. And it was cool. I was walking down. I was in the village, and I was walking these, down these really – these streets that are normally, like, thronged with people, and no one was oh. – it was just, like, very nice and mellow. And then I fully almost face-planted, like, really, <laughs> really – like, lost my footing to the degree that I was on one foot, like – with my other one flying up in the air behind me, and then I just somehow miraculously managed to correct and didn't face plant, but I almost had to go immediately home. Oh. Um, that's my polar vortex horror story. Oh, polar boys. vortex. That's the other word. Like, what is the bomb cyclone? It just feels like not winter specific. Okay. It's End just of rant. snow. They just need to chill. It's it was kind snow. of doing twisters. Because <clears throat> I made the very dumb mistake. 
I was transferring subways in Williamsburg and I saw that it was a 17 minute wait for the G. And I was like, fuck no, that's like a 30 minute walk and it's a winter wonderland outside. I was dying. I was covered in snow. My coffee man gave me a free coffee because he had seen me in the morning already. And then he was like, what the fuck happened to you? Because I was covered in a coating. I was like Jack Nicholson in the snow. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. Did you take a picture? No, I should have. Yeah, you should I was too cold. I got in and yeah. I was like, get this off. Like, I had a long scarf on that was covered in snow, so it was like a long yeah. white beard. Oh my god, I hope you sexy. like got into bed and worked from bed. That's what um, I done. Actually, it was so cold that, and I did have to work, that I got in my bed under my blankets. Oh and yeah. That was my desk. I thought that it's was the fine. best. I do that, I do that once in a while when I'm working in the editing where you just... Yeah. Anyway, this... Anyways, guys, <laughs> anyway, did, dating. did you like hearing about that? Our feelings yeah. about snow and coziness. Snow and dating. Um... So, wait. Oh, oh, oh. We have some housekeeping. We have a winner of our um, Greenpoint Trading Company drawing. Yep. We gave away some spices from the excellent spice makers that are our friends. All right. Yeah, that didn't go so well. But Kelly S., you won. Yeah. You know who you are because you tagged us and you messaged – or you tagged us in a story and you – Reviewed us. Whatever we had Whatever asked we you said, to do, you did. You did it. And with you, a plum. And then we put and you we all in you. random and we plug, plucked one of you out. Okay. That sounds so violent. Um, <laughs> but you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you for everyone who shouted out to us. And we'll do more giveaways soon. We sure will. Yeah. Because why the fuck not? I'm cleaning out my apartment tomorrow. So maybe I'll just Find start giving things. away my shit. I think shit. we still have mascaras if you guys want Makeup Forever mascara. Some some somewhere. Yeah. Um great. Cool. Wonderful. So should we talk about your date? I guess so. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. First oh. date of twenty eighteen. I'm embarrassed. I had to re-listen to this taxi cab confession and I'm already embarrassed. Oh my god, I can't wait. Like just my vibe. It, I had a very emotional I don't know what's going on. Ugh, guys, I'm already embarrassed. Like like someone had too much to drink and had too many feelings. Oh, hello. This is my non-taxi cab, my post-taxi cab confession after date number 13. Um, I super have a great story for this one. Um, side note, just walked in past my hot neighbor who has a girlfriend who is smoking the weeds outside and it smelled nice and lovely. It was a nice greeting late on a Wednesday night when one should probably be in bed. And then also, oh yeah, I think my whole tone is a little bit down because in my cab home, it was a yellow cab, not an Uber because it was so cold out tonight. And that's why I'm sniffling. I really apologize. All of y'all who live in California, win, you win, you win, you win. But I was listening in the yellow cab to my earphones. You know, those things they also call headphones. And I, uh, listening to a full like mix of my taste music and Lord's ribs from her first album that song came on and I was just sobbing so my nose is extraordinarily stuffed and I want to cry a little bit more now so I might go but it's not about the date it's about Lord's artistry and that song ribs if you have not listened to it listen to it I'm crying again already hold on like so dramatic like someone put her to bed i'm surprised i wasn't slurring more i was very drunk you don't sound drunk at, you didn't sound drunk at all that's impressive i'll tell you what i drank that night okay yeah oh um well i reason- agree that is a great song <laughs> i was like have you ever had that taxi ride home in new york where i haven't heard that song in so long i was just like crying and looking at the city like over the bridge and i was just like 
Jesus Christ, get your life together. I don't know what it was. I have cried in more New York City taxis than I have anywhere else in the world. Except for maybe the subway. Like, I feel like I've cried in taxis more often than I've cried in my apartment. Because you hold something in, and then, like, you're in the taxi and you can let it go. Like, yes. I cry in taxis all the time. But it wasn't, it was, like, totally just, like, being moody and hearing the music and then letting yeah. myself cry. And that it wasn't an Uber, so, like, totally. he wasn't probably going to chat with me. I was just like, oh, my God, the city. And the I don't know. I oh, have no. no idea what it was and about. And that bridge, that view over the bridge is, like, one of the most beautiful Every things. Time. It was, like, over the bridge and the song. And I was just like, yeah. man... If any non-New Yorkers come to visit New York, I think, like, your greatest tourist destination should be, like, just get in a cab. And drive. And ask them to take you over the Manhattan Bridge and then back at night and yeah. just, like, or Williamsburg, look out the window. Or Williamsburg. Or Williamsburg Bridge, yeah. No, no, no. I think it would work just as well downtown. No, I feel like it's mostly the Manhattan Bridge or the – I mean, sorry, the Williamsburg Bridge or the Brooklyn Bridge because they're on the ends. The Manhattan yeah. one's in the middle. Yeah, that's true. BMW. <laughs> Remember it, although I didn't uh, Oh, it. very nice. Yeah, you know. Love it. Um, okay. So Dana Okay, but I didn't share because I feel like I was going to spoil it. I'd rather just tell you in person. So something happened. <laughs> Who do you think? I, I told texted you. I had some date troubles. Yeah. Again, because it was post-holiday. So I couldn't get letter, anyone to date. Blah, blah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm freaking out again, Liza. What's going to happen? And then I, who do you think I went on a date with? You mean like, I think it was the older gentleman. Right. Who works for – like at a place that a is fancy place. Yeah. And yeah. he's like a little bit older and you've kind of been – he's like 42. You've been yeah. texting with him for a little Would bit. Would be like on the old. Like he's really, yeah. really hot. Like yeah. yeah. Right. So I thought so too. But it wasn't. <laughs> so – Oh my god! Did you get like mixed up? I feel so, so bad, but yes. Please don't. Oh my judge god! Me. I think this is the funniest thing. Yeah. Ever. No, it was okay. So bad. So I was like, "Oh great, I'll be in Chelsea," like, which was a little bit of a lie. But I was like, "I need a date. I want to make this really easy for him." Yeah. And I was like, "I can be in Chelsea." Um. So I was like, "I'll be in Chelsea," you know, working. I'm gonna go work with Liza. <laughs> like, I didn't even go. I was just like, "That's fine. I can yeah. make this happen." Um, I could do Chelsea or the West Village on Wednesday. Like, I made it very concrete. And he was like, okay, great. Yeah. Let's do that. What time? I don't really know what time around there. And I was like, that's weird. But I was like, okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so funny. We go. First, I was like, let's do the Lately, which is, have you been there? It's no. like by the Dream Downtown. It's on 16th, between 8th and 9th. So it's really close to your apartment. Oh, oh, oh. Is it the place with the bar stools outside? Maybe. I've only been there when. Okay. It's like in between electric fact. What's not electric? Um, old. I don't even know what that one is. I don't know. And the door to like the dream. Yeah. And how it's all. Yeah. It's there's on that like block. that little string of things. And I it's not avoid obnoxious. everything there because yes. it's always such fucking Euro models standing yes. outside of them. This, so I just like put my head down on the way to Chelsea Market to get my fucking bread. This is like a good in between. I feel like it's like, yeah. Not the like lively. Okay. The how lately. Many, yeah. The lately. How many D's would you give it? Uh, well, the thing is, it was closed until January fourth, but it always said that on the door when I got there. Oh, so then we just annoying. went to the Tipler, which I like kind of hate, but he was like, "I'm okay. sorry, it's the only thing I know," um, which is under Chelsea Market, and it was fine. Yeah. And uh, thank God I got there first because I was like, "Okay, great, I'm sitting at the bar," you know, totally expecting hot older dude mm -hmm. and then this guy comes up to me and I totally recognize him and have remembered chatting with him and trying to set up a date with him but it was a different person oh my god that's <laughs> so fucking funny that's and hilarious. I felt really badly because I like should have done something 
I've since told a friend about this and she said it happened to a friend of hers and they dated for like a year, but she was like, do you have any nicknames? I just, it was like, I don't know this guy's name. Cause I would, I didn't, I had refreshed on the other guy. Like, yeah. you know, I don't, yeah, it is a little gross that I'm treating this like a machine thing, but it's like, I just, I totally recognized him, remembered some details, yeah. but like he did not, he like, he works in like software, like he yeah works a lot of travel and remotely from Brooklyn, so he did not need to come to the city. Oh, I was just suddenly like, oh my God, you dumb, dumb, dummy. That's I was, hilarious. I kind of just didn't find out his name until the end of the date. I guess I should have looked when he went to the bathroom. But he was so expired on, like, the league yeah. that it, I had to dig for it. Dude. It was, like, old matches. Okay. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. That's really funny. So you – Yeah. You, how did you find out his name eventually? Did you look at his credit card? No, I didn't know it for the whole night. <laughs> like, oh, you do, do know it now? No, I looked it up at the okay. end of the – I'm, like, in my cab home before I cried. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, oh like, the crying has nothing to do with the date. Yeah. Because he was really nice and cute and funny. He was, like – Blonde, but like ginger adjacent. So maybe this is gotcha. a whole. This was like sandy. 12, yeah, um, just because he, he was like a better version of was then date twelve. Twelve was a lot. Yes, that was the last number because this is thirteen. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And so thirteen was unlucky. <laughs> you, well, unlucky I mean, because I'm a dick. Like no, it was I just mean, like you know you don't save numbers you don't save in exactly. your phone. I yeah oh, man, like I'm a monster, but. I we had fun, but I kind of also feel like my like all right, let's get it done. Made him like he sat down, and it was really really cold. Yeah. Um. Also, I have to. Yeah, I'm feeling better that I was already sniffly then because we can we can go back to my my nose troubles. But um. He got there and like ordered a bourbon on the rocks, and I was like, okay, me too. It was it was cold out. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, and we had chew, and then. He, like, was like, I haven't really had dinner, and then we were kind of thinking about it, but I had, but I was feeling tipsy, and we went yeah. to um, Johnny's. Oh, nice. Yeah, after. Oh. He was like, where should we go around here? And I was like, do you want to go divey? And it was so divey. Yeah. Johnny's is in the West Village. Liza loves it, but it was so divey uh, clientele. It was like bar rats that mm. night. Yeah. It was like, because it was getting later, too. Totally. And this was Wednesday? Yes. People were starting to, like, shut up, shut down for Polar Vortex. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, it was a different crowd than I've. Even that time that guy gave us his headshot there, remember that? Oh my god, yeah. Was that the bartender? Well, I think it actually yeah. was, yeah. So, and the bartender was perfectly nice, but yeah, we yeah. like got a Miller Lite and then tried, like, I had to order another one to make the minimum, we didn't even finish it. But he was really fun, really nice, really down to earth, like, he went to business school, mm-hmm. but it was like, not that kind of. Yeah. He's very down to earth. And cool. Chill and like, um. What did you guys like mostly talk about? Uh, a lot of things. It actually flowed really nicely. Because I kind of went in being like, this is just a date. Very, like, not, 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 well, clearly I didn't even know who I was going on a date with. But, like, being like, I got to do this before we record. And instead I was like, oh, it's really easy to talk. We talked about, I had just finished my applications-ish. Except, like, so we talked a lot about that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really bad to go on a date where you've just, like, told your story for grad school, like, I'm, I was very, like, because it's kind of the same thing. You're, and then I did this, and then I did that. Yeah. Because he asked about You're like, I am, this is my, like, the package that I'm presenting. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and the whole time I was just like, don't fuck up your lot. Like, you, you don't let him know that you did it. You thought he worked at, insert tech name here. Um, like, I was just like, oh, fuck, fuck. Because it was, 
it was nothing, it had nothing to do with him. I just made a dumb mistake. Yeah. Like, I would have happily gone out with him as well. Yeah. And I actually think I really appreciated, like, I even remember when we had first tried to meet up, he was very like, I'm flying in, but we can totally hang out. Like, he was very good at, like, he was not going to ditch. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, yeah. And we talked about, like, where he went to school, undergrad to, we talked a lot about college, family, Thing. Like, it just – we talked about everything. Good. I made him play love it or hate it with me. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> Once we got to Johnny's, I was like, I'm drunk. Let's play a game. Yeah, which was fun. That's great. Did um, he? Did you guys love and hate similar things? Yeah. Did he hate anything uh, that you loved? Oh, no. Why did I – Should we explain love it or hate we it? We should explain love it or hate okay. it. This is the best drinking game of all time. And it's so simple, and you're not going to believe me until you play it. You have to play it. Like, and trust me. gets involved. If you're at – like, I was at – I've been at a couple, like, awkward, like, birthday thing you know like a, a thing where like people aren't combining well and i'm always like hey guys want to play a game i swear to god it's my social savior yeah for when things are like a little not flowing and even though the date was flowing it was kind of where i was like we've asked each other all the fucking questions oh totally and it's even fun, though you, even when it is flowing yeah but like i'm just telling people like if you're yes. ever in a situation like whip this guy out so the game is you just go you're at a table you know at a bar or whatever you go around and everyone has to say a thing. So like I might say like Taylor Swift right. and then everybody uh-huh. has to pick if they love her or hate her. There's no middle ground. So you're all – and if you all say hate, which you will, JK, T-Swift fans. That album was bad. Um, sorry. <laughs> you all drink. Yeah. So basically it's like it's – if you if you love her, you put your glass in the air. I'm doing it with my coffee as if people oh, can yeah, see me. Oh, yeah, you do that. You put your glass in the air if you love – the thing you put your glass down if you hate the thing or you hold it like closer to the table mine is very down and then and then whoever is in the minority drinks so if like two people love her and 10 people hate her two then people the people drink. who love her drink because they are in the minority and then which is always a weird thing to say like yeah but it's it is a fat like of numbers yes let's just yes um yeah, that word is very. It just feels. It feels but like I'm just like. Is there a better word to say? Like, if there's the if you're in the smaller the group, if you're not the popular the vote, has, you lose. Yeah, if you have fewer votes, unlike America. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then the next person goes and they say like I always say one of mine that I always say is like raw onions because that's divisive. Like things, yeah. it should be something that's a little divisive. Mustard, mustard, sometimes olives. Yeah, it usually depending on the crew, like we'll veer into sex stuff, which is fine. Yeah, but it doesn't have to. We, and I'm trying to think of what I played with him because we played love it or hate it, but then also something where it's like this or that. Which he was like, oh, where it's Mad like Men, or, or and he did a good one. He was like Mad oh. Men, or what was the other one? And I was like Mad Men. That's why, it, but it was a really good one. Mm. Shoot, like Breaking Bad, Mad Men, or Sopranos. Maybe, maybe Mad someone Men said or, this on a dating app. I'm like, what's okay, down Yeah, I don't remember. That's always a good game to play. Like I was like yeah. doing Insync or Backstreet Boys with people who are our age because that's very yeah yeah Insync. Well, yeah, we I guess we have played yeah. that on the pod, but. Whatever. So did fine. you, when you guys were playing this, did you didn't find any dark truths about him? That no. You hate? Like, he I was definitely getting drunk. Because, like, the gross. two. No. Yeah. He, I was pleasantly surprised. He seemed to have good taste. That's another good thing about this game is you can kind of, you can suss out if someone sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you can be yeah. like, what'd you think of X? Yeah. And if they don't like it, then they suck. Definitely. There's very few things that I actually would say that about. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's 
I, I'm sorry. I'm trying but really like, hard to think of. If someone didn't like Lady Bird, I'd be like, you suck. Yeah. I saw someone have a status about that the other day. Like, am I a monster if I don't like Lady Bird? And, and I was like, like, yeah. Actually, I saw it that night when I got home. And she's really, she was like, when we did Habitat for Humanity in college, she was like one of the like AmeriCorps people. So she's like really cool. She's a stand-up. Yeah. Like, I haven't spoken to her in years, but I wrote a little bit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she like wrote a laughing face. But I was like, yeah. Come on. But I get it. I get it. Totally. I get it. I mean, I feel like maybe if if you, if Just, Lady Bird got overhyped for you, I and then like you went and it thing. didn't live up to, to, to expectations, I could see that. It got really hyped. And then I understand the, like, lack of diversity comment, too. But that was not what this was about. It was just, like, I just didn't like it. Yeah. 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 I do, it just feels like that hipster move. But, I mean, everyone totally. can dislike it. I just loved it and think it's the best thing that I've seen all year. Yeah. Yeah. And get out. I, like, don't know what, what will win. You know? Totally. They're up against each other. I know. Golden Globes. Well, I have already happened. So you guys will know. You what guys won. will know, but if we If you're nerds won. like us. La, la, la. Um, okay. um, anyway. Are you going to watch Golden Globes? Yeah, let's do something. Yeah. Do you want to come over? It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's come over. Great. Um, okay, guys, you're invited. <laughs> Everybody's invited. Everybody's invited. I'll uh, get Trader Joe's frozen. I'll bring it snacks. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh my God, can you? I mean, maybe. I'll be like maybe. your mom, like, you know, when you have to like bring someone and like, I'll be like, so, yeah, tell me about yourself, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Not the first one, but my only one that I've had a track record, I kind of already spoiled this for Liza, I think we don't talk about dates past the first one, but I just feel like it's too good. I have to share it with all my nose troubles and we can delete it. I was making out with a nice man I've been going on dates with last night after he made me a nice dinner and I got a bloody nose on his face. Oh. <laughs> so gross. Like my from the dry winter. It was so bad and I think I'll never hear from him again. I mean, I think this shit happens and it was so embarrassing. I want to die. This is how Throw I me feel and I'm so sorry that if my like parents or anything listen to this. I just feel like you know, fucking deal. This is how I feel about men in period sex. I'm like, if they're weird about it. I'm just like, you know what? Like, you're going to f- just fucking deal with it. Like, I'm just, this is just a body. I'm, you know. Yeah, and he couldn't have been nicer. And again, we won't, yeah. I know we said we wouldn't talk about dates, but And at least okay. you weren't, at least it isn't that tragic dick sucking thing. You know, where, you, <laughs> you've heard <laughs> this horror story where people will be sucking oh, someone's dick and they and get a bloody nose, but news. it's dark or something. You don't realize because there's like. It took me a second. It. I had to like look this at his face. This is so gross. It was in like a gushing bloody nose. Yeah. I get bloody noses all the time too. That's why not everyone does. Yeah. So like shout out to my dad. He does too. Like in the dr- winter dry months. You yeah. remember when we were in Georgia and oh, I got a million totally, bloody noses? Totally, totally, totally. Like, it's really, it you, was just it's a little always bit. funny when you're just talking to Kimmy and all of a sudden you're just like, I, go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. go. You're like, okay. <laughs> so gross. I but it wasn't even so full. Funny. It was just like a little. And then I was like, I, oh God, I couldn't even really feel it. But then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I just like washed his face for him. Oh, that's nice. And, yeah. I mean, scampered off into the winter night because we were just have like we okay too many details. But anyway, we'll see. It's fine. This shit happens. happens. Jeff recently told me, which he has never ever ever told me. In it's gonna be four years. The day this comes out. Oh wow! Yeah, it's crazy. Um, he told me that the first night he like slept over my apartment. I farted in my sleep like this (gasps) for the whole night. He's like a bad sleeper and he has trouble. He was having trouble sleeping because it like wasn't his apartment. You know, he just like wasn't sleeping well that night. Yeah. And I love this. He was just like, you farted. Oh, I'm proud of you. I was like, cool. That sounds like me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I really appreciate that. Day after I bled on someone's face. Yeah. um, With my nose. (laughs) Yup. Like just. 
What's that whole thing? We're fucking ghosts driving skeletons covered with meat on a rock hurling through space or whatever. It doesn't matter. Ugh. Nothing matters. You're right. Nothing matters. <laughs> I just, I, I've caught myself doing the thing of like, what's wrong with me? And it's literally not, it's, you could not have controlled it. This is the thing. Like, I was walking just, in the winter snow. Yeah. I had a crazy dry nose all day. Totally. And this is some shit. Oh, I am on I a think fucking tear. Are we ready for a, f- can we, I feel like we need a, we need a special like, like when we do crafty, crafty corner, I feel like we need like feminism Friday or something. Okay. So, feminism Friday. Here's my Friday. thing. We're, we are like, we just have bodies that do <laughs> fucking things that whatever they want to do. And like women are just always taught to be ashamed of what our bodies do and men aren't. So like they don't give a shit if they like fart or get a bloody nose. But we do, and we feel shame and, like, embarrassment and think people aren't going to like us. And it's fucking so fucked up. That's The amount of time and energy and fear and anxiety that women feel just about having a body just takes away so much of our, like, I don't know. It sucks all of this brain space away from things that our brains should be doing, like... Mm-hmm. thinking and writing and inventing and doing like whatever the fuck shit you want to do you yeah. know playing darts it doesn't matter what it is but it's like we should not have to think about our bodies and what they do more than men and it really is upsetting to me when we do which is why I always tell everyone when I'm taking a shit <laughs> Woo. well also right. to piggyback on that and then Off we'll go soapbox. back no I want to add to that soapbox Nana gave me some snaps yes and you know what if someone's out there like well whatever it's just a thing it's a double standard but even with body things like masturbation yeah because I wrote about and I this is not sponsored but it would be cool if they did and we might have the founder on because I was talking to her PR person but um, Unbound Box, which is this really cool uh, subscription box and like sex toy line. They have their own stuff. I wrote about them. So they're like, here, you, we're going to send you a box. I'm like, that's magical. That's awesome. I'm going to write about oh everything. Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, but anyway, and the founder is so cool. And her whole, her thing is much bigger. I'm not, I'm just paraphrasing, but kind of like, there's no shame around men and masturbation. There's so much shame. Like you're not supposed to, it's like ever since Middle school, I can remember boys talking about beating off. Yeah. Specifically beating off. Because I remember being like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah. I've heard jerking off before. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, And uh, just the shame around that. Like, totally. It's, it's it's not even just bleeding on someone's face. It's like, it's... Yeah. It's even the, like, nice parts of body. It's everything. And it's like the way our Because our masturbation is so much less gross, too. Yeah. We don't make a mess. No. It's beautiful is what it is. <laughs> it's all beautiful. <laughs> um, no, but even like, okay, I didn't know this. I'm 29 years old and I learned this about male culture within the last six months that men, sorry to talk about shitting so much, like before 10 a.m. It's really aggressive. <laughs> but um, men will, did you, uh, you probably, I don't know, you probably know, knew this. Men in public bathrooms will just take shits next to each other. They will go in, and if there's one man loudly shitting, another man will go in and sit down and loudly shit next to him. I mean, I wouldn't. I, it's not surprising. Manny's. Yes, this is what you happens. Just, you in don't public try to bathrooms. be quiet about it. No, <gasps> women. If you're taking a shit in a public bathroom and someone else walks in, you lock that down. Yeah, nothing else happens and you until just that bitch silently. Leaves. 
This happened in Canada at like the one um, when I was skiing. Like yeah. there were two bathrooms in the woman's on the mountain, and I was like, like right by the chairlift at, or the gondola, and oh, this woman—it was like a build-up line. But the woman clearly was just not coming out until like I don't think, I think she was done, but yeah. she was embarrassed. She was yeah. like not gonna come out, and I was like. You're gonna have to face the music, yeah. Like ever, oh like, yeah. You have or to you come do out. the dance of like you wait till someone flushes, you wait till the hand dryer goes on. Everyone's kind of waiting yeah. for the woman to leave. You have to play chicken about like who's gonna. If two people are in there and they both have to take a shit, you have to play chicken about who's gonna leave. You leave and come back in ten minutes. I mean, it's like the amount of time and mental energy we waste so that no one hears us taking a shit is so stupid. And I'm still doing it. I'll never not do it. But I. When I found out that men just shit next to each other, I'll never not do what? I'll never not do the dance. I'm never just going to start shitting next to another woman. I'll never not just take a shit. Oh, no, no, no. No. I have to do the dance. I I can't. I I will always do the dance. But when I found out that men don't do this, I don't know why it surprised me, but I was like, that's fucking, that's the problem with the world right there. (laughs) Just boiled down. It's just men taking shits from each other next to each other. And Jeff told me recently that he, which... Manny, you'll tell us if this is extra aggressive or not. He had a coworker who would be taking a shit and talking on the phone. Yeah, that's extra. <laughs> oh Lord! It, it was his break. He the just the was amount. Like, I wish I want to be a man. Like not that I would fuck? even do that, but just that you could do that. Yeah. Oh, guys. And apparently he did it all the time. And Jeff was like, yeah, we were on a similar shitting schedule. So I would just hear all his phone conversations with, like, his wife. Oh, man. Oh, boy. That's a powerful wife. Or, um, sorry, a strong wife. Yeah. Oh, also. Oh, God. I, well, I'm disgusted. Well, we're on this topic, can I make a recommendation? Again, not a sponsor. <laughs> this is amazing. It's yeah. not about shit. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I'm, it's not about we shit. might have hit our limit. It is about feminism. Um... <laughs> So I'm reading a book that I just think everyone should read. I feel like I want to spread the word about it. Yes, please. It's called Trainwreck. And I heard about it actually on that Britney Spears podcast. On oh, Andrew Jen's I'm podcast. I'm dying to read that. I have it and I'll give it to you when I'm finished. And it's incredible. And I this is partly why I'm such an angry lady right now. Um, So it's called Trainwreck. And the subtitle, which I think is like kind of explains it. Oh, sorry. Well, because it's about all different women who are in... Not it, pop culture. Like, Hillary's in there, right? Yeah, and she did. So she wrote it before Hillary, but she did an afterward, like, uh, a supplement, which I'm so excited to read. So the book is called Trainwreck, colon, The Women We Love to Hate, Mock, and Fear, and Why. And it's by Sadie Doyle. And really, like, everyone should read it. I want to voice it on um, some men in my life, too. Like, I think it's a really, really great book for men to read. I feel like it lays out in a really, really clear way the way that women are treated in public perception from men. And it's in a way that I think it, it does it by exploring how women who have um, had really messy public images um, are treated by the media versus men who mm-hmm. have had messy public images are treated. So they've talked a little bit about like Kurt Cobain versus Courtney Love. And they've, she's talked about, you know, everyone from like early history, she's talked about Charlotte Bronte. She's talked about, um, this mm. woman, Harriet Jacobs, who I had never heard of, but like, please go Google her. She's the mo- I cried so much reading her story. She, like Billie Holiday and then all the mm. way up through modern day, Paris Hilton, Britney Spears. Interesting, interesting. Like, um, she talked about Tara Reid a little bit, which was oh, like yeah. devastating to read. Just like stuff like that with women who we have just ripped apart in the public eye and, um, why they, 
are treated the way they are. And uh, it's really, really, but it's about so much more than that. It's, mm-hmm. it's really about um, how women are expected to behave mm-hmm. and how when there's a gap in what is expected of us and how we actually behave, um, it's very, very hard for the world to deal with women like that. Who, who fall outside of the kind of the spectrum of like accepted behavior for women. Um, and it's so real. It's so real and it's so fucking good. I've cried like three times reading it. Um, and I can't recommend it highly enough. This, in, this author, Sadie Doyle, um, was interviewed on Andrew Jenks's podcast, What Really Happened. His, he did an episode about Britney Spears that is also amazing. Also recommend you talked about it before. Yeah, I, think, I did. Yeah. And and I heard about that book when it, it came out a bit ago because they, she Yeah, like 2015 yeah, maybe. There was a bunch of... Yeah, like there was a lot of pod chat about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's that's I can't imagine all that stuff. I mean, I'm still beating myself up about a bloody nose from a really nice guy who doesn't yeah. really care. Yeah, he just might be a little bit. Like, yeah, there was blood on my face. That's scary. Totally, um, <laughs> it was only a little. Uh, but that oh fuck, guys, it's I, a don't, lot. I don't want to do it. Also, Life is too hard. <laughs> I just veered us in through like three different topics, but I wanted to wrap up date thirteen. RQ. Yeah. Oh, so like one more point. I, when we were, I'll, I'll finish, I'll round up the story. So then we went and literally I think, because I think part of him was like, maybe this girl just is DTF because Hmm. I was like, no, we don't have to get dinner. Like we, let's go to another bar. And then when we were parting ways, I was like, which way are you going? And he was like, I thought with you. Cause it was like 1230. And I was like, no. And, like, we had a kiss, and but, of course, the next day I get a text, it's like, you want to hang out this weekend? Blah, blah, oh, you know? nice. And I will totally hang out with him again. Um, but it was interesting. Interesting. I was like, whoa, because I don't that think I give that vibe yet, off. Right, But I, I probably did being like, let's yeah. hang out. Let's hang out. And maybe not. Maybe that's more normal. I just, no one ever usually yeah. approaches me with that because I don't think I give that vibe off while interesting. I'm hanging out. Well, what, okay, and that hasn't happened on these dates yet, right, where someone's just assumed they're coming home with you no and I've gotten like lit like date number two was uh, I gotta like reach back out to him he was great and we got lit together yeah he was just very like respectful too so we'd like drunk and make out and I'd be like bye yeah you know interesting move I mean I think that yeah it might have been the general vibes of like let's definitely hang out (laughs) we're not gonna eat we're gonna drink whatever which you know I got a bourbon too like I was like yep we're doing yeah totally I mean, but also I think you have a way of making people feel, like, pretty quickly, like, close to you and comfortable with you. Like, I feel like I've noticed this with friends, like, with with other people, too, that I think people meet you and are pretty much like, oh, cool, I'm friends with Kimmy now. Like, I feel like you you put people at ease in a way. But that's, okay, I'll take it. I don't think so. I mean, we all, you know, you you have had, like, days where you're not, like, the... Like I, you know, you're not depressed. always friendly, and no, or, but also never. some. I mean, but also sometimes it's just like a, a work day, and you're not whatever. But I think generally in social settings, people pretty quickly are like, "Oh, Kimmy and I are friends now," you know. So I feel so like he's like Kimmy and I are sex friends now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I think it makes sense to me. That he's like, "Oh, we're just still gonna hang out, but like at your place." Yeah, yeah. I feel like you put people and in like an easy, comfortable kind of vibe. The weirdest thing is that I've been, because I've been, like, such a little prude while going on these dates, which is fine, because I could be doing the same thing and yeah. be sleeping with everyone, and it would be fine, because women should do everything they want to. But for me, that's just not a thing. But I have been, like, oh, I just kind of want to, like, 
Bontown. Do one of those. Yeah. But I, when it comes to the reality of it, I can't. I like that idea. Yeah. But like the reality of a person and a weeknight and a, a yeah. It's, I'm such a baby. Well, also maybe like on a second date or something. Oh my god, it's too scary. I'm melting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I I've always felt that way. I've never like hooked up with anybody that I didn't know. College, I Sense like college, was yeah. Was but it was say, also like, not sex. That's it would, the thing. Yeah. It's so funny. In college, you we're have this totally, a... like, false perception that, like, oh, we're all in the same community, so this is fine. Yeah. Like, untrue. No. That's, like, where everyone gets date raped, and I knew yeah. that at the time. Super But I was dangerous. also like, I can go home with someone I don't know, not tell anyone, or, like, generally, like, drunkenly tell a friend that I was with, being like, eh, see, go to this guy's I still storm. kept, like, like, the same hookups for like years of college like I do have a problem with that like that's no. not a new thing I also and uh, you know I yeah I, it's probably a commonality in our personalities I have that anxiety too about like strangers I just like knowing someone yeah, yeah it's not it's and again like no judgment if that's no, your thing like I, I, I wish it when Derek was on I was like fuck I wish I could do that because it sounds fun, but yep. I would not be having fun because I would be scared of being murdered, basically. Same. And also just like, ugh, not even in a non-feminist way, not like judging myself, but just like anytime I have gotten, even with people, it was very regularly hanging, dating, you know, that the line of sex for me is just, unfortunately, I'm the stereotype. It just adds another layer of something for me where like it gets me, uh well, don't say I'm the stereotype because that's another way of judging yourself. That's true. I you just mean, know like, what you want and the don't stereotype want. of like the girl who like gets attached after sex, like that. Maybe not that, but just like it's just it is a weird. It's a weird intimate thing for me. Yeah. Where I know that not for everyone, female or male, it's not like that. But for me, like I've tried to fight against that before, and it just like yeah. be cool. But I'm not cool. Well, it's just not your thing. No. Like we I all wish, have our thing. I wish it was. Yeah. It. I. I've, I always was like. I wish I, like, had more of a hoe phase. Yeah. <laughs> hoe phase. We can say that, right? If you're mad, you can tell us. Um, like, in a good way, in a powerful way. Yeah. Um, should we talk about lying? Yeah, we should talk about lying. Well, Double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This no. is not. I like it. Not and funny then, enough to do a callback. Um, <laughs> um, okay. You did a little bit of low-key... I know. I felt badly about it. Deception. I didn't quite know what to do. Yeah, well, I no, it's, that's a good lie. I it's did a, deception for the sake of the pod. Yeah. That's a... No, but it's not even for the sake of the pod. That's a good lie. Oh, are you talking about, like, pretending that you knew... Who he was. Who he was. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't even for the sake of the pod. And that's I did know just, he was, but I just didn't know just his name. That's just genuine, like, you just have to, like... Do that shit in life, you know. We all there's lies we all have to tell. Yeah, like if we all walked around not lying a little bit, like everyone would hate each other all the time. Yeah, you sometimes have to just be like, like I would obviously tell him eventually. Yeah, just the way I'd have to tell him about the podcast, and he'd be like, totally. Bye. Just the way that Jeff like just recently told me about my fucking fart attack the first night that yeah he, we were sleeping. The truth always room. comes out. Like, just to just you know. But he lied to me about it. He didn't tell me. I mean, he wasn't hiding it. He just remembered it the other day. But, you know, he didn't tell me for the first, like, year we were dating because he knew I would have felt deep shame. <laughs> like, yeah. you just have to fucking it's like, lie. It's kind. Yeah, lies can be kind. Yeah. But lying in relationships is... Bad. Bad. 
and big, and what is a lie and what should you be what are you just hiding from your person? I feel like this are you is lying like a, to yourself that you want to be with them because they look like the life you want? Yeah. Are you? I'm sorry. I'm gonna go real big here. No, dude. That's are you, so real. Are you lying or like just? brushing things under the rug, other people you're texting. Like, there's so many different – this is definitely not a one-parter episode. Yeah. But we're just, like, opening up the lie conversation. Totally. Are you lying to your girlfriend of seven years and sleeping with men on the side? (laughs) Yup. She will be fine with me saying that. Happened to a real-ass friend. Um, And, again, not trying to be insensitive, but there are other ways to do that even if you're not ready to come out, um, I think. Um, well, it's the, that's the thing. The lying is the difference. In that situation with your friend who, her I'll, I'll double check time, with her, but she yeah, we can, we can talk about it. Her longtime boyfriend, she found out, had been, you know, dating, talking to men, sleeping with men on the side for many, many years. The problem is not that he was, you know, like, gay and hadn't come out. The problem was that he was fucking lying to her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he's a liar. Like, that's the problem that there. Was, yeah. Like, I'm happy for the, him that he found, figured out what he wanted and came out and is, like, absolutely. living the life he wants to live. I'm and I don't not happy for him because he's a fucking liar. Right, right. <laughs> it's really hard. I yeah. think, and at first, that's why it was, like, everyone's very understanding. Like, oh, it's just, but then all the lies came out. And it also, it's, like, in that case, it was, like, he was lying for, like, five years. If and, it had been, like, a six-month period, I would have been, that, that yeah. like, he was struggling with himself and he needed to put, or whatever. I don't want to put a time stamp on how long it takes, but... Five years is a really long time to lie to, like, yeah. the person you purport to love. Yep. That's not yeah. kosher. No, it's not. But I think that, like, the lying thing in general, it's like – I feel like – sorry, the, the point you're making about the lying to yourself yeah. is interesting. I was listening to a relationship podcast – Esther Perel's podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And everyone, you need to check this out. Oh my god! Every, I feel like so every podcast is talking about good. this podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. There's nothing else like it. Um, give a rundown. It's it's called the podcast is called Where Should We? How Should We Begin? Where Should We Begin? How Should We Begin? With Esther Esther Perel, um, she's a Belgian couples counselor, or or she's a therapist who mostly does couples counseling. I think, and she's a relationship expert. She's on a couple of TED talks that are like so good. You should check out. I should check them out. Um. Talk about if you want to cry. Fucking. It's, yeah. Yeah. She, basically the podcast is real life, one time only couples counseling sessions with real people whose names have been changed. But it is, you hear the intricacies of their relationship. A lot of them are like, there's been cheating or there's been lying or there's been like a total like loss of passion and just all of these different problems and she brings them through it. And then she also like side talks to the listener being like, in this moment, I know what yes. the fuck. She has this amazing accent. Um, oh, yeah. She's great. But she always says, she says this over and over again in her podcast and like in her TED Talks and whatever, um, when you pick a partner, you pick a story for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I always think that's so fucking true because it's just, that's how it feels. You are picking who you like want to be. And I feel like you see other friends, I see friends, or not even friends, people I went to college with, was friends within college that I haven't kept in touch with. And on Instagram, and it's like, wedding, wedding, baby, this, I'm the wifey, blah, blah, blah. Like, they, you know, all of this stuff. And I'm like, I just, I always want to be like, who, like, are you picking a story just so that you can, like, say that you're 
this. I don't know. I don't want to sound judgmental because I don't I know. know there. I haven't you been don't know there. The insides of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, and I also don't know. I was, you know, raised like to just. I don't know. Like, I wasn't raised in a in a with the vibe that like that stuff was important, but a lot of people mm-hmm. are, and there's no judgment on that. It's like we're all, ra- you know, we're all raised to believe different things are important. Like we all have. Uh, I'm trying to not no, 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 sound you're... like super judgy because no, I can get judgy I about showiness on social media about well, relationships. Well, I especially do that with people who, like, I feel like I really judge this with people I've dated who are then dating people who I'm like, why? Like, that is not for you. Oh, oh but I see it in the greater. If, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And obviously totally. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I have no idea. Nope. But there are things where I'm like, if I knew that truth about you, why? I don't get it. Totally. But like... And, oh, well, that, that works with your little cookie. That is, like, your story. Like, and again, I might be totally wrong. No. You know? Well, I think And maybe, and that's, like, what you need sometimes. Some people want the story. I'm more, like, I want the, like, it's not enough to, I want, like, what my parents had, like, and have. But, like, I, I don't just want... There have been times maybe I should have been more open to it, but I don't just want for the sake of being, okay, here's my boyfriend. Here it is. Because... Not always, but sometimes I feel like I could get that. I've had some nice people reach out and be like, you're going to be fine. People yeah. I've dated be like, you're going to be fine, Kimmy. Like, there's no, like, so I think maybe I'm just telling myself that to feel better. No. But it's not about not being alone or getting engaged. Like, it's, it's a different thing. If the story becomes more and more important to me, maybe, especially the story of a child, then maybe I think differently about that. Yeah. Well, the thing is that it doesn't, it's not just the people who are, like, having big white weddings on Instagram. It's also like the fucking hipster couples who are like, we don't believe in marriage. It's it's everyone like picking a narrative of like this. It's the same way like we put on clothes. We're like, these clothes reflect who I am. Yeah. And this is why I like them and wear them. Like I feel like people put on relationships in the same, in the same way. Or even you know? single versus not. Totally. Or even the way I'm like, should I go get my – MBA or should I stay the creative path? It's the same thing. And I've always had my hand in two pots. I messed up this analogy before. <laughs> into we didn't like what is oh we I'm, did I did this already. In two I pots. don't know this. <laughs> yes, we really have trouble with idioms on this show. I've always straddled that thing. Yeah, like like basic party friend, but like also very arts. Like I've I think you like to like. Put your here's an idiom that's not a thing. Like place your bet on multiple tables. Put your money on a bunch of horses instead of picking one. You yes, know. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But any, I I like that the story thing. Yeah. I totally derailed you because that just no. is so real. I feel like that is the most. Yeah. Totally. And I think that like it's it's a it's a form of lying to yourself that is impossible to avoid. Like I'm probably doing it. I, you know, I know I'm doing it, like, doing in some it, way, too. In this podcast. Yeah, like, but it's, and, you know, I don't think it's, like, I think it's impossible, like I just said, I think it's impossible to totally avoid it. But it's, I think, so important to just try to be aware of mm-hmm. in, like, I, but, yeah, I think that the, like, lying to yourself in a relationship or so many people who, like, are in relationships that aren't great that okay. aren't fulfilling them. So I'm going to tell you something that I said I'm, that's exactly on this topic. Yeah. With a friend yesterday. I said if someone give me $10,000 and I had to like line up all my friends in relationships because just I've seen so many engagements happen mm-hmm. recently and tell them the truth like get out or get or stay 
obviously yours was stay. Like if there was a divide. I, I hope so. We but went I, through, yeah, I'm, it was with Sarah know. and her sister, and they were like, her sister doesn't know all my friends. Oh my but god, they this were, is such a fun game know, to play. I want to play with. You. I know. <laughs> I, I was like, there's not even someone giving me ten thousand dollars. Yeah, just like, and some of them were like, get the fuck out. You are settling, and others are like. You're not settling. Everything's good. It's cookie cutter. But I bet if we were 21, you wouldn't be with that person. Interesting. Like, some of them were lighter, but just, like, it's almost you have to force it one way or the other. Stay or, yeah. like, I was, like, I went through everything. And some of the other ones that on paper might look like oh, an odd match, I was, like, no. That's happiness and good, being treated well. Yeah. It's so weird. And obviously, I don't know these people. It's so... Oh, totally. I do. Sorry. I really know these people. I know some intimate, yeah. non-social media things about these relationships. But I really, just in terms of thinking of my friends who I love, and being like, do I feel like they're settling or not? Yeah. Like, not from my opinion, from just literally things they've told me, things that I know that are true about them, and how they truly, not just what they put on Instagram, but like, how I really feel like they feel about them. Yeah. Or whether they're just going to keep going. Well, there's that thing, another TED Talk. I've watched, too many TED Talks listen to my podcast, that, uh... The one about, like, your 20s. I don't remember the woman's name, but I feel like everyone watched it, like, three or four years ago. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Your 20s, about. yeah. Yeah. And she talks about, I, you know, I'll try to find this and actually, I'll post it in the secret Facebook group. Yes. So join the join secret it. Facebook group. <laughs> but uh, she sa- she makes this analogy of, like, that we're exactly in this age group right now. In your late 20s, it can be a little bit like everyone's been playing dating musical chairs. Oh, yeah. And everyone else starts getting married. And so you end up just marrying whichever chair you happen to put yep. your butt in. That's not the right <laughs> phrase. I like that. But, though. like, I think it I'm looking does for a chair happen. to put my butt in. <laughs> totally. And I feel like I, I've had that fear because I, like, feel like I, you know, I started dating Jeff when I was, like, 25. And I was like, oh, it's it was, like, a very typical age trajectory. And I've been really, like, I don't want to follow norms just to follow them. Like, I really. Not. Yeah. And you're, that's the thing I feel. And I feel like we have the conversation so often where we're, like, like, I feel like we really, like, take care of our relationship. Like, yes. when there's an issue, we talk about it and we, like, assess it. And we're, like, are we being good? Are we doing right by each other? Yeah. Like, I. I feel like there's a lot of, like, care and attention put to that. And, like, because of that, we examine our relationship. I mean, we're both fucking Geminis. Like, we talk about yeah. feelings all the time. So Whatever. many feelings. Yeah. Um, so, like, but it, I'm just, like, I know that it's – and not my relationship is not perfect. I'm not putting it up as, like, a fucking shining beacon on a hill. But it's, like, I, I feel like it's so easy to just not and be, like, well, we're 29, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I was, like – just peep in Facebook for just like people I thought were gonna get engaged who might give me the heebie-jeebies. And yeah. Oh my god. I, I, I want to talk about all of the I know. people. I oh love. yeah. It like, was like a 50-50 split of all my friends and relationships where I think felt I didn't even. Yeah. And again, I don't fucking know. I shouldn't tell them. But just that gut feeling of like, well, again, I do know this is different than judging like yeah. people I used to date, so I just want them to not be happy or something like. For fucking sure. <laughs> Sorry, that's real. No, none of us can At judge me, our exes. That's fine. New people, well, <laughs> no, but they're the worst. But um, I think that it's. I think I don't know. I think it's maybe this isn't the most like, not PC, whatever. But I think you can tell with your friends when they're happy. Yeah, if it's like a close genuine friend, genuine happy. Yeah. That's how I feel about, like, I have a close friend who, you know, I have a couple close friends who, who's, like, partners I'm not, like, the hugest fans of, but they're super, super happy Mm -hmm. and it's genuine. So it's, like, I don't, it's fucking good. That happened to me, too, with a 
but now I don't. Now I know more about the relationship, and they're not super happy. But mm. like I, I, I was like always like I don't really like him, but uh, that's fine. Like you guys are in love. Yeah. Like you know. So I do think yeah, yeah. I feel like you can tell with it, your friends when you actually hang out with them. Yeah. Not from the internet. Not from texting. Yeah, not from Instagram. Yeah, for no. Sure. Fuck, sure. Uh, that really – well, because even my family vacation, like, I posted from it. And it was, like, totally difficult, too. You know, like, just without my mom. It, but it doesn't look like that. And I try to be real-ish mm-hmm. in my captions. But, I mean, no one fucking cares anyway. But, like, oh, there's just so much happiness. I'm like, it can't all be true. It's <laughs> not. I mean, I – and I keep being, like, a – grumpy grandma about social media but I just like I have to especially Instagram I mean Facebook I hate for other reasons just because I feel like it's this weird political holier than thou like echo chamber all the time of just people who agree with each other just fucking I only like it for the Facebook groups not just ours I'm not like the ones I'm part of too that's the thing that's so fun it's like a nice community totally the positive things about Facebook are so positive like I get a lot of editing jobs on Facebook there's like Mm -hmm. a, a good um like film production community on Facebook, there's great podcasts. Like the communities on Facebook are really good and cool and strong. My feed, I don't even like look at anymore because it's just so. Ugh. Last but time like, I did, I told someone they were a little bit of a monster for not liking Ladybird. No, yep, it was very happens. jokey. Nope, but. Totally. but like Instagram is like, I don't like because of I'm just like I don't believe any of you. Like, you yeah, know, I don't even believe myself on there. So. Yeah, that's why I haven't posted. I haven't posted on Instagram since we were in California. That was I realized that. I looked at my Instagram. With everyone was doing top nine, and I was like, oh, top "I just nine, don't." My butt. Like, I just no. don't. I can't do it. And I was looking, and I was like, "I don't even know what Instagrams I posted this year." And then I was like, "Oh, like, I don't know. I just, I people probably did have ugh, the top nine thing. Some people probably had a really good year, and so it makes sense. But it was like, just felt like everyone was bragging. Like, I love when people also put a diatribe about that's probably not correct. Uh, all the things, even though 2017 was a bad year politically, these are all the things that happened for me. I'm like, I didn't exactly ask. I think it is important to be grateful, but totally. okay. But like, there's just a lot of that. I'm Here's just saying, grumpy. go to CVS, go to their school supply section, buy a notebook and a pen. What you want is a journal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, journal, like I, like I said, and I know it's crunchy and I'm feeling kumbaya today, but I've been journaling a lot and I'm like, I kind of want to like just journal a little more in 2018. Maybe, and me I know too. that's it's annoying so too. Good for but you. I just—it's been so. I've been doing a lot of reflecting on how happy I am, and it's nice. And I never do it, and mm-hmm. like that's, and that feels good. But like, no part of me wants to get—that's a lie. A tiny part of yeah, me does definitely. want to get on social media and say it. Yeah. But my louder voice was like, "Why? For who? So mm-hmm. other people can know that I'm happy. I should just—I can just be happy. Yeah. Like, no, it's very true. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not. In the moments where I am happy, I'm like, put up an Instagram story. I'm skiing. You know, like, just like, oh, I do it. So I'm it's not trying to call to. anybody out. It's like, it's, no, I've it's done just, it, it was a weird mm-hmm. thing to see all the, from the coolest people I know to the not, like everyone was doing that. Yeah. Like people who I really think had even funny things they were posting on the internet, like reflecting on their year. And if you got engaged, I totally get it. All that. And so I just sound grumpy, but yeah, there's something, it feels weird, no. even though I'm not immune. And also it feels like you have, a little bit feels like you have to. Like I've had fantasies of just being like, I'm shutting down all social media. And I'm like, I can't. I have a fucking, we have a fucking podcast. We have a company. Like I get work through this. Like it's a thing. People like, yeah. you know, I don't have Twitter, which is 
kind of a thing for comics and people will ask for my Twitter. Like I'll be doing a show. People be like, what's your Twitter handle? And I'll just be like, I don't tweet. And it's like, yeah. I just don't, I just don't want to. And it's fine. It's more and more accepted and it's not a big deal. But like I, it also feels somehow dumb to not be in the social media game when it's a whole part of the world. Like I feel sometimes like, yeah, like I'm in an old, in a whatever I'm missing out on because I'm not in the game. Like, I understand yeah. why people do it. I'm not trying to be... And I feel the impulses to do it, too. Like, I yeah. fully do. So I I'm not Some trying to be too going, judgmental. Kimmy, I saw your summer photos. Like, I'm here on the beach. So I know. I'm annoying. No, it's... But that's the thing. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it because I like posting Instagrams. I like posting fun and silly Instagrams. Me too. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, if I if I wind up with a boyfriend after this experiment, I'm going to be like, you're on the internet. No, just kidding. Yeah, and also, like, <laughs> I think some people's Instagrams are, like blasts like did you see um katie's top nine no <laughs> like it's just really really cute it's nine pictures of a pigeon oh, that she she really had a cute. photo shoot with a pigeon when she was traveling that's somewhere funny. and it was like kind of posing for her and she just posted nine pictures of this that's pigeon like posing that's and it was like, like i love it. like instagram and all social media can be so fun in so many different ways but. So back to our theme of lying. Let's quickly go over that email so then Momo can come tell her story. Her first oh, date story. I'm sorry, guys. No, but it's okay. I think we. I were, don't even know if we have time. I think our theme was really like lying. We can to talk yourself. about the email about. Let's talk about the email next time. I'll okay. get Momo in here Great. to give. So hi, Momo. Hi. Come on in. This is Manny. This is Momo. Hi. Well, I'm gonna introduce you as Momo. Yeah. I'm sorry. Perfect. Um, do you want to just share with me? Yeah. And you get to kind of commandeer this. Perfect. Hi. How hi. are you? Good, Good, to you? Good to see you. Good to see you too. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem. Um, sorry fun. that you're stuck yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Although it seems like it's nice for. Are we recording? The other still? ladies. Yeah. I'm just, okay. Cool. I'm so I'm good. I wanted. Yeah. We'll, so we'll cut it out. <laughs> no, no, no. I kind of want it to be recording. Okay, um, cool. That's good. Yeah, so this is Momo, Hi. and she's stuck in New York because of the snow. She's trying to get back to London yes. and then to Brussels. Well, but that's now. Then close my oh, sorry, guys. Just <laughs> fuck the mic up. I want you to get closer to the mic. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so I'm Momo. I grew up. I'm Sarah's <laughs> little sister, Kimmy's roommate slash friend mm-hmm. slash Liza's friend. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Um, and I live in London and yeah, I was home for the holidays and trying to get back to London for grad school and it's not working. I was supposed to go on a date in Brussels this weekend and that now has been canceled because I'm not going to land in London until after my train was supposed to leave. Oh, so were you going to Brussels just for the date? Yeah. Damn. That's commitment. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So... We'll see. We'll have to reschedule that. But yeah, so I don't know. What else do I need to do? Do you want to do a worst first date? Yeah, so my worst first date isn't like that bad. It's just more like painfully awkward. That's perfect. It was so um, like my sister after I graduated from UW-Madison, I lived in, well, I lived in France for a little bit and then I moved in with my parents in Milwaukee. I worked for this company in Milwaukee and there it was like mostly older people. I was the youngest woman by like eight years and then there were like a couple of guys my age and they were nice. They worked in the IT department and like it's a little bit nerdy, whatever, but like very nice guys. And one of them invited me to his roommate's girlfriend's birthday. So like we went to that. It was fine. It was fun, whatever. And then he asked me out on a date after that. And so that was like our first official date. 
and I didn't, I was like, oh, I don't really like him, but he's cute, he's nice, smart, age-appropriate, like, all of those yeah. things. <laughs> totally. I, I feel like that's the thing, when you're just like, there's no reason not, not to. to. Yeah. And so, like, my therapist, too, was like, I mean, go on it, go on the date with him, like, just do it, like, don't make up excuses, just go, do it. And I was like, okay, you're right. And so, my parents were out of town, and I was like, okay, perfect. So I don't have to explain to them, like, where I'm going because they would be all up. Like, anytime I went anywhere, they'd be like, where are you going? Who are you going with? And I'd be like, mom, I'm 25. Please just leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, like, I will see you later. Yeah, like, yeah. literally. Like, <laughs> cool. You Thanks, parents. Um, and so we were going to get sushi and he was like, oh, I'll come pick you up. And I was like, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Cause like you live downtown, we're going downtown. Like I'll just drive and meet you there. And he was like, oh, well you can pick me up then. And I was like, okay, sure. Fine. Whatever. And so we went out to dinner and it was like fine, nice, very friend zone though. And I was just like, not feeling it in a romantic way and he was like oh come hang out at mine I was like oh I have to go take my dog out and because I was taking care of my family's dog because my parents were gone our our theme today was lying so I was like oh no you didn't have a dog (laughs) yeah yeah no so I had a dog but like I mean she can go more than two hours without being let out but I was like oh I should go home and take my dog out and he kind of was like oh like I could come with you and I was like, okay, um, sure. That's, That's the worst thing we can do. Can't really be shaken. Yeah. And like, I was like, be shaken. Sh- yeah. I was like, sure. That's a thing we can do. Uh huh. And so, like, we went to my parents' house, took my dog out for a walk. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, oh, do you want to hang out for a while? And I was like, fine, I guess. And so, we watched Ghostbusters the entire way through, just, like, awkwardly, like, teenagers sitting on the couch, like, not really touching, and he kept, like, trying to stroke my leg, and I was just like, please, like, a will, like, an act of God killing me right now would be so appreciated, and then the movie ended, and I was like, faked a yawn, and I was like, oh, I really should go to bed, like, I have things to do tomorrow, And then it was just, like, this awkward goodbye. He went in for a kiss, and I was just like, ugh. It was just not great. And we worked together in a 30-person company, so. Oh, my God. And then, like, we went out one more time after that. Oh, my goodness. You're a saint. Because he, he, like, wanted to go see a movie. And, again, I had to drive him. I don't know. His, like, car was broken or had gotten towed or something. And so he was like, oh, do you want to go see a movie? But, like, can you drive me? (laughs) Fuck's sake, sure. And then, like, I went to drop him off at his apartment, and he leaned in for a kiss, and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, stop. You're not get that. Yeah, it was so – I felt so bad. And then the thing was, like, we obviously still worked together, and I worked with him for another probably year and a half. And he – like, would do this really weird thing where he would, like, tell, like, I am me and be like, oh, I'm supposed to go on this date with a girl from Bumble. And I'd be like, cool. Like, oh, I, I literally oh. don't care. Oh. But but it's really happy now. I th- I'm pretty sure he found a girlfriend, like, probably a year ago now. And they, like, moved in together after four months and, like, whatever. Okay. So he's, I think he's found, like, someone who's 
appreciate appreciate his special aggressive charms. clinginess yeah well also like you were just it's hard because you want to put yourself out there on dates mm-hmm. i've definitely felt this way and trying to go on the second date but like yeah. also just yeah um sorry guys we're sharing mics um just sometimes i'm like oh how far am i pushing this like i'm having that feeling yeah i have that feeling yeah like it, nothing is wrong but right. the, not the spark it's tricky. And it's the whole thing of, like, in theory, he was, like, super smart. Like, not only did he have this good job at our company, he ran his own business on the side. And, like, nice. And, like, relatively funny. A little too into Star Wars. Like, <laughs> really obsessed with Star Wars. Where I, like, had multiple, like, ugly Christmas mm. sweaters in Star Wars themed. Like, four or five. Where I was just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I was just kind of like, okay. Like, let's dial this back a little. Like, we get it. You're an IT nerd. Like, we all appreciate you're smart and whatnot. Like, cool it. Um, (laughs) Wait, I have a really important question about after you watched Ghostbusters. Yes. That I've been sitting on. But I need to know. How did he get home? Did you drive him home? I made him take an Uber. Oh. (laughs) I was like, dude. (laughs) I mean, like... We were sober too, like relative. Like yeah. I had driven, so I'd had like two glasses of wine at dinner. Yeah, and then I think maybe I had some wine at my parents' house and a beer. He had a couple of beers, but like I was like, "Oh, I can drive you," and he's like, "No, no, no, I'll call an Uber. You have to get up early." And I was like, "You're right, I do have to." Get oh up early. yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> totally like, that's right. Thing. Yeah. yeah, I do need to wake up and do things. Yeah. Cut to me sleeping until, like, 11 the next day. For sure. Can't win them all. Lying. Full circle. Lying. We planned this. We did it. We did (laughs) We just, you missed it. We just, I got, I got us off topic of our theme. Not really. Sort of. It was, it was a weird one. Um, But that's incredible. I feel like those, like, painful moments on dates where you're just sitting next to each other. That's, and it was like, that's worse than any, like, really... Bad thing that happened. Like, yeah, a palpably bad thing is probably easier to deal with, right? Than just sitting next to each other on a couch watching Ghostbusters. It was so, and it was just like he kept doing this thing where he would like try to grab my hand, and it was just like, please, like, oh god, why? How did I get myself here? Yeah, because you were being polite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole working with someone too is just really, yeah, yeah. So. Well, thank you, Momo. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you. Momo. I, we, we want her to travel safely back to London. Yeah. I'll try. When's their flight? Tomorrow? No? Yeah, tomorrow morning. Oh my gosh. When was it supposed to be? Uh, yesterday morning. Last night. Or wasn't it supposed to be yesterday morning? Or no, no, it was supposed to be last, last night, night. Oh, and then okay. this morning. Oh, got it, got it. And now tomorrow morning. Okay. okay. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. So, rough times. Go on a date. Go on a date. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Go on a date. On that note, friends. Um, We'll Thank see you. you next we'll week. We'll see you next week. Thank we you for listening. You. Send us messages. Join the Secret Pop Pod. Definitely tell us about lies that you've told, that you've told nobody else. But email us at 51firstdatespod yeah. at gmail.com. Guys, we love your emails so much. We do. I was, yeah, lies is just Sorry, stretch I was stretching. That's why my voice sounded weird. But we really love your emails so much. Please send us so many emails. Like, just just saying, say hi. Tell us how you like, how you how you feel about stuff we talked if, about. Yeah, if anything. Send if, us your worst first date. Join the fi- Secret Facebook group. Wait, I'm just tr- trying... Someone sent me a really good message um, about a suggestion for a 2018 rhyme. 
20, great teen. <laughs> so that is a good one. Yep. Send things like that in. You know, if we say something weird, comment in all ways, shapes, and forms. And we'll do more listener emails soon. And because I referenced like 85 things today, I'm going to post a thing on the secret Facebook group just being like, hey, like, this is the book. These are the 25 TED Talks. <laughs> this yep. is the podcasts. I'll do a roundup on the episode. Guide. But you have to join the secret Facebook yeah, we're group. We're not going to Instagram. I'm not going to do we'll it. Instagram it Dangle that beat. Dangle it. So follow us. Oh, and rate, subscribe, review, and tell your friends because we need you to. <laughs> we need ambassadors. To make this 20 great team. We need some. We need help. your help. We just found out how many listeners other podcasts get and feeling a little like you guys rule. So I know you can recruit. I'll recruit one person. Okay, this is a little bit self-serving. Love you. Thank you for just listening. Totally. That's plenty. And go on a date. Go on a date. Thank you for listening. And we just want to give a huge shout out to Manny from Five Ohms for recording our voices and putting up with us. And also a big shout out to Anthony also from Five Ohm for making us sound really good in post. Check 5ohm out online at 5ohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm.